Hello, God bless America, and welcome to the Freedom of Thought podcast. I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Freedom of Thought is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Audible, Stitcher, Double Twist. I hope I didn't miss anything there, and there should be other platforms as well, as long as I don't get deplatformed, though I'm sure I've been shadow banned a couple times, believe me. Some, something strange is going on with some of my other uh, sports podcasts. It's... It's weird. It's weird. Uh, stuff doesn't suddenly just disappear like that the way things have been. Uh, sorry, distracted by something in the background here. But now a few NBA players have come out and made a stand. They've been brave enough to make a stand. Something to actually truly be brave about rather than clenching your fist and getting on your knee and saying, F you America. Oh, that's real brave when it's like the entire bleeping team doing that. Boy, oh boy. So, so brave. How How brave. How brave following everybody else in the league. That's that's braver. No, no, no. The brave guy was Jonathan Isaac, the one that's actually stood for the National Anthem, put his hand over his heart, and had to explain to the media why he stood for the National Anthem and put his hand over his heart. Stuff that I'll never understand. Uh, Jonathan Isaac, my new favorite player in the NBA. In fact, he was, he was as of last summer, and then he unfortunately got injured like the next day. It was just the most devastating thing. It might even have been in that same game. I can't remember if it was the next day or so, or something like that. It was just, I couldn't get over it. It's like the devil was like, ha, ah, take that, you SOB. Ha, ha, take that. And then he's like, no, I'm going to get back up. And, well, praise the Lord for Jonathan Isaac. Hope everything's going to be okay uh, long term. But, uh, yep, he's going to be ready to play again this year. At least I sure hope so. Uh, obviously, really nice power forward who can do a lot of wonderful shot blocking. Good defensive player for the Orlando Magic. So a little sports mixed in. Bradley Beal, also of the Washington Wizards, much more established, uh, actually a big-time star for the Washington Wizards, also coming out and saying, well, you can still get COVID, right? Even though you've had the vaccine, you can still get COVID. And it's, what's the point of taking a vaccine when you can still get it? And natural immunity is supposed to be better, and basically both players said that openly. Um, both players said that. You can look those up on YouTube, this and that. I don't need to play the whole thing right here. You can look those up on YouTube, but that's pretty much what they said. Natural immunity, they're making a stand on that. I mean, there's just, they don't feel the need to put it in their body. They both they both actually had COVID already, so they have natural immunity. I can relate to both of them. It's not the most pleasant thing in the world, but I never once felt in danger. Like I said on the last episode, this was in mid-August that this took place. The real danger of the whole damn thing was staying home with my wife and all the crap she was giving me about it because she's a vaxxer. Right, let's just leave it at that. And she's, you know, she's conservative, but she's a vaxxer. Not every conservative is... Uh, I, I I won't even call myself anti-vax, necessarily. I mean, I've had, tubercul- I, I've had the tuberculosis vaccine and the tetanus shot and all that nonsense. Flu shots is when things started to get kind of funny, made me kind of start worrying a little bit. All the different uh, things that happened and people, like, they get allergies they didn't have before. In other cases, really crazy stuff can happen, like seizures and um, uh, autism can really pick up. It seems like everybody's autistic now, doesn't it? Because they're on their phone so damn much. You try to say hello to somebody, they just look away. They just look away. They can't look at you. Is it autism or are they just an asshole? Well, either way, it starts with an A. <laughs> That's what I'm beginning to wonder. Pardon my friends, those of you that, uh, obviously, I like to consider this a Christian show at times, but I'm going to throw in little comments like that. Christian, obviously Christian conservative leaning, this and that, but some people are just, you know, they're not friendly, and obviously the autism has kicked in, and it's becoming a flat-out bleeping cult, this whole vax and mask. 
mask and vax, vax and mask, mask, blah, 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 blah. The Dr. Fauci, Darth Vader Fauci, whatever you want to call him, uh, Emperor Bill Gates, or, you know, and, or is it Emperor Biden? I don't know. I don't know if he's really an emperor. He's more of like a drone. I don't know what he could call him. He's one of the characters that would, uh, you know, get, you know, eventually get killed in the, in the, in the, the series of the movie by, probably by the own bad guys. They eventually kill him off so they can take over uh, and be even more evil, that type of thing. Because he's not as crazy socialist as they are, but he's following along, hook, line, and sinker. And obviously, Joe Biden, major criminal for many, many years. For 50 years, he's been robbing this country. No question about it. Uh, Barack Obama, at least 30 years. He's a POS, too. Pile of crap. I'll leave that alone. Pardon my French again. Because uh, most of you know what that means. It's just sickening what's happened. The local media never ceases to, ama uh, to amaze me. They never do. Um, they constantly keep coming up with some of the craziest, most cult-like quotes. I mean, what is going on with the local media in this town? I know the Twin Cities sucks in a lot of ways when it comes to politics. Uh, sometimes we have beautiful, you know, winters with the Christmas season and everything. Sometimes we have beautiful summers, beautiful springs, very rarely. Nice fall right now. Getting into the fall months, I can see some red leaves outside of my Golden Valley apartment here. Some yellow, some orange, and some brown, weak-looking, dried-up stuff, too. Uh, those crappy helicopters that are around in June, they're around in May, they're around in July, they're around in August, they're around in September, they're around in October. Enough of the damn helicopters. They sure are, they sure are a freaking mess, aren't they? And the Bucks Elder Bucks, too. There's one crawling around in the outside and the inside. That's nice. Um, Sidetracked a little bit with that. Apologize. But the local media here, just the things they say are stunning. You know, stunning. John Krasinski, locally. Jim Suhan, two writers that I respect an awful lot. Jim Suhan, a veteran guy with a Star Tribune for many, many years. Uh, he used to write for the Twins. He used to write for the Vikings. Now he's kind of more like a general columnist, like Patrick Royce locally, where they just got, you know, they can write about anything pretty much. They're kind of like bigger time, you know, the senior type of guy. And then there's John Krasinski, who writes for The Athletic. Very well-respected guy. He used to write for the Associated Press. Obviously, all these organizations are ultra-liberal. There's no question about it. I mean, just pick one writer. Yeah, he's a liberal. You know, some are crazier than others. I haven't heard Michael Russo covers the Minnesota Wild. He's probably my favorite writer in town. For I, I like the Wild the most, and obviously he's an awesome, awesome... Uh, he's a really good writer, really good reporter. He hasn't gone on one of these psychotic rants, but John Krasinski, he was kind of showing signs about it last year, you know, the social justice nonsense, and I just I can't support it because of the behavior behind it and the chip on their shoulder. You could be, you know, I don't care what your skin color is. As long as you have a good attitude, I like, you know, I'm going to give you a chance. If you have a chip on your shoulder, I don't like you. <laughs> you know, Michael, uh, Alex Jones, Michael Savage, people like that have said the same thing over the years. It's the chip on the shoulder that, that just sends you in a rather, uh, sends you going in the opposite direction. I want nothing to do with somebody like that. Um, John Krasinski, I don't know what the heck, man, and Jim Stuhan. Just listen to what they had to say when they were discussing what Andrew Wiggins, Bradley Beal, Jonathan Isaac, guys like that. Where, uh, when they were basically this past week saying, no, we're not going to get the vaccine. Just listen right here. I'm frankly surprised that it's going to be this big a problem in the NBA. My friend Ann Killian, who writes for the San Francisco Chronicle, so that if Andrew Wiggins dis disrupts or brings down the uh, Warrior season, he's going to become public enemy number one in the Bay Area. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know where to start with the, the anti-vaxxers, but uh, I, I guess I'm just, I thought that... The NBA would be better than this. 
Yeah, I, I guess there's there's two things that I that I that I think are important to touch on with this subject, Jim. Um, first of all, Wiggins, like, look, I covered that guy for six years, and condolences. He didn't care about anything. Like, yeah. You know, like right. he was very laid back, and like to hear him in the press conference yesterday speak to the media the way that he did, like, hey, this is my decision. I'll make it on my own time, and I, I'm not, you know, bowing to anybody, and. And, and all of these things, like, that's just never how I've heard Andrew Wiggins speak. And it, 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 like, raised my eyebrows. And, you know, even absent of whether I agree with his stance or not, which, of course, I don't agree with it, I've just never heard him be as forceful that way, which was really eye-opening to me. Um, and so, it, it, you know, you just wonder, like, how this stuff kind of sinks into people's heads and really kind of burrows into the back of your brain and holds firm here because clearly it does. Now, with the NBA as a whole, um, one thing that I, I've seen a couple of people, you know, Vinny Goodwill at the um, at Yahoo, Michael Grange, a friend of mine in Toronto who's really, really good, have kind of brought up this 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 talking point and, and this view of it, which I think is important. There are a couple of people out there, Bradley Beal, Andrew Wiggins, Kyrie Irving, who are very high profile, very anti-vax, and very like just completely off base in the way that they're viewing the world. But there's like 92% of the league right now is vaccinated. All 15 guys on the Wolves roster are going to be vaccinated. And so I just, you know, I think it's kind of important to note that the vast, vast, vast majority of NBA players are vaccinated and are doing the right thing. And there is a vocal minority that is probably getting too much airtime because of their their status that is all of a sudden, you know, I think poisoning the well for a lot of people. And um, and so, you know, that part of the context, I think, is lost a little bit. But when you do look at, you know, what some of these guys are saying like Kyrie Irving likes to fancy himself as this deep thinker and this kind of you know um guy who's really plugged in and and looks at things on a different level this is just idiot you know idiotic in his part like now he's just being an ass you know with it you know and and um and, and you just and you, you see some of those things and um, it just it doesn't make sense but it's I think they're almost also get, be, get being given too much of a platform because you know you have Damian Lillard, you have Carl Anthony Towns, you have a Steph Curry, you have a bunch of people who are out there saying, "Look, I get the vaccine," and not necessarily even for me, this healthy guy in my late twenties, early thirties, whatever it is, I'm getting it for the people around me and for my family and and all this stuff. And they're they're putting out great messages. Kevin Durant is lobbying Kyrie Irving to get the vaccine, and so um, the only thing I can hope is that by these kind of these guys putting out such uninformed such you know reckless frankly uh views on on the vaccine that they are going to be meeting a brick wall that ultimately either changes their mind or just makes them do the right thing begrudgingly whatever it takes to happen um that's that's what i hope but we'll see how it goes i guess Last thing I'll say about that topic, and I don't know how to put this uh, delicately enough, uh, it's very funny to me, knowing what I know about Andrew Wiggins, that he has any trouble putting 
anything mysterious into his body. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. Okay, taking it to another level there. Very interesting. Very interesting. I mean, you know, sense Amelia. I mean, you know, you just never, you know, that stuff comes across the border. You know, yeah. I'm, not, I'm just not sure. I'm not sure he was uh, doing the same level of research on his weed as he is on the vaccine. Yes, I said it. It just, it just blows my mind. I mean, the unbelievable arrogance of these people, uh, especially John Krasinski there. Uh, you know, like, why are we giving them this platform? Well, you gave them a platform the whole damn summer about Black Lives Matter and end this and end that. You're still giving them the platform. So a couple of guys have a platform that they don't want to take a vaccine and you can't get over the fact that they have a platform for it? I mean, can you imagine the outright arrogance of that statement? Talk about morally bankrupt, like uh, Bob Bierman would say on Truth to Ponder. It, it absolutely blows my mind talk like that. I'm almost, I, I mean... I, one side of me was at a loss of words. The other side of me was like, what the hell? Uh, and again, oh, I thought the NBA would be better than this. Huh, I don't agree with what they're doing. Uh, they just need to do the right thing. Do the right thing and take it. Do the right thing. And stop saying it like it's gospel. It's not gospel that you take a vaccine. There's nothing gospel about taking a vaccine, this and that. Especially when it's completely unproven. I mean, completely unproven. The inserts are blank. Uh, you know, and there have been countless cases of blood clots. There's even talk that it can change your DNA. That sounds crazy and weird, but there's talk it can change your DNA, which I, I don't know. I, I don't think this is the mark of the beast, but I think we're really, really close to the mark of the beast. <laughs> I mean, this is absolutely insanity. It feels like literally like it's leading into the mark of the beast, like it's a test. Like, how quickly will the public jump on board? Like, if you can't buy and sell without the, uh, the vaccine, if you can't fly without the vaccine, you can't work without the vaccine, you can't go to work without the vaccine. Can you imagine that? Or without being harassed into taking it by, oh, well, you get to, to be tested every single week. And if, well, if you're found positive, guess what? You ain't getting a penny now. You're not getting any of those benefits before unless you have vacation time. And if you don't have vacation time, you just might lose your job. Yeah, SOB. So you could literally lose all your, uh, you know, even if it's a false positive, they might try to screw you real good here and there. You'd hope that there's a way to prove that it's false one way or another, but it feels like absolute harassment. It feels like violation. And yet people feel violated that somebody doesn't have a vaccine. It's just, I, I don't know where to go with this. It's pure division. They want to divide and conquer us. There's no question about it. It's heartbreaking. It truly is. And I don't know. It, it sucks that there's this much angst and this much hatred in it all. I, I just wish they could just let us live our lives without harassing us, without beating us up verbally on the air, without even beating people up physically in some crazy cases, pushing people out of their jobs. I mean, you know, any, ruining people's careers, like people that are doctors and nurses. You know, it's, it's absolutely sad. Like maybe a pilot. Who knows? It could be anything. could be anything. I mean, even in the Army now, they're forcing all that kind of stuff. And in the pro sports, well, if you don't take it, we're going to harass you until you finally do. If you don't take the vaccine, we're going to harass you until you finally do. And then there's a third shot. They're probably talking about a fourth shot. They'll be talking about a fifth. They'll be talking about having a new one every six months, just like we have a flu shot every fall. You know, and it's just like, no, it's getting to be too much. How many times do you have to put stuff in your body? You don't really know what's in it. You don't really know. And... Call us all conspiracy theorists. Call us tinfoil hats. Call us scared of our shadow. You don't know what's in it. You don't know what's in it. You know, yet, yet having an abortion is totally okay. And 
you know, t taking a stand, saying, and not doing anything, not riling anybody up for any kind of violence, no hatred, no cursing, nothing, no cursing, no cursing, no driving, no harassing anybody, other than the bleep Joe Biden chants at stadiums. <laughs> That's just all that is, you know, just cursing at Joe Biden. That's the only cursing, really. Um, yet it's okay to get on your, it's okay to kneel to the, you know, basically tell the country, bleep you, and to burn property down, tear things down, loot it. And, but then, uh, again, like the Ashley Babbitt getting shot, the whole, the whole world just say, oh, forget her. You know, we don't care. Move on. You know, uh, oh, that person that shot her? Yeah, well, we don't know who that is. Just shut up and go away, jackass. So, obviously, there's a double standard here. And it's sad. It's disgusting. And that's about it. I mean, that's just about how I feel right now about the situation. It scares me. It saddens me. And I don't know. It, it sucks that they have this type of uh, arrogance going against athletes like they did with Kirk Cousins. Hopefully he gets blessed the way he has been so far this year. He's had an unbelievable season for the Minnesota Vikings, despite the whole, oh, he's not getting vaccinated, blah, blah, blah. He's going to draw a wedge through the team. And if it, something happens, if he has a if he has a, a coronavirus, it's going to ruin the whole season. Well, I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't. I hope it's some kind of a miracle season that a lot of people were never expecting. So far, he's been a different guy, and actually the coach of all people who was going against him the most the last or at the beginning of the season and even the last few years, he just never even gave him credit. He never even worked with them behind the scenes, like watching videos and such, because he's more worried about defense than offense. That's the head coach of the Vikings. And now, all of a sudden, he's working with Kirk Cousins all the time, and everything's kind of different. It's a different vibe. The Vikings are one and two only instead of, you know, they have two losses already on the year. But, well, things can change very quickly. And obviously, those two games, if you are a Vikings fan, we're so close, Vikings could easily be 3-0, and believe it or not. So, And it certainly wasn't Kirk Cousins' fault, as uh, he was probably the best player of the whole season so far. So we'll see what happens. Maybe something wonderful will happen right here, and it will show everybody that, hey, you know, this whole vaccine thing is not what you think it is, folks. It's truly not. Frankly, I'm sorry if I'm talking about it too much, but it's the only thing out there. It's the only thing out there. It's getting shoved down our throats every 10 seconds. And that's pretty much it. With that said, I'm going to keep this short today. Just wanted to get this out, get something out there. And obviously, it's just, just again, blown away with the absolute persecution of people that are, we're not even non-vaxxers. We're just, we just don't want this vaccine. We don't want it because it's not a vaccine at all. It's not. It's creepy. And if it, anything that changes your DNA somehow, I mean, I, I don't even know how that works. I don't know how it works. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I don't know how it works, but... Um, I guess so. I, that's really weird and really creepy, honestly. I'd like to believe that's not true, but I'm not sure, to be quite honest. So with that, again, please uh, get on the Facebook page, the Twitter account, this and that. I guess I'll mention some of the stuff that was on the Facebook page. Twitter, I tried to tweet Krasinski and Suhan, and of course, no answer. They're too good. Nope, they didn't answer. Of course not. I was like, oh, somebody did. No, they didn't. Shout out to the God, Sex, and Sin podcast. Hope he comes back soon, Sebastian. I'm not sure if he's ever even listened to the show, but if he has, that's wonderful. There was that psychotic vaccine, the vaccine, uh, with Colbert, Colin Colbert, just bullcrap. That wasn't too funny. Obviously, it's goofball, goofballville, pardon me. Uh, image on the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash freedom of thought 1776. And Twitter is at freedom of thou, because thought doesn't fit on there, freedom of thou 76. Uh, there's, there's an image where it says our children with like completely covered on their face and everything in schools like oh they're six feet apart or whatever the heck it is athletes 
no mask and all that and all together and holding trophies and celebrating and hugging and then celebrities licking each other. So it just shows you the double standard out there with the celebrities versus our own kids. Not that I have any, but you get the idea. Nieces and nephews. Uh, then there's a He-Man post. <laughs> it says, remember kids, at no time in history have the people at no time in history have the people forcing others into compliance been the good guys. I agree. I agree with He-Man there. Obviously, he didn't necessarily say that, but you get the idea. <laughs> it's kind of a fun thing. And then I went live last night on the Facebook page. I'm going to keep doing that just on the Facebook page. On occasion, maybe I'll have a, th a thought that I want to get out right now, right here, right now, and I can't, uh, I, I don't have the uh, privilege to record at the moment, but I might have a thought, like a five-minute, ten-minute, two-minute thought. So be on the lookout for that and share it to your friends if you could. It would be greatly appreciated. Would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Uh, so that's it. Facebook.com forward slash Freedom of Thought 1776. That'll be in the show description for sure. Uh, would love to hear you on the show. You could actually come on with an audio submission if you'd like. Call in and say, oh, yeah, I actually do have one from Gerald String, actually. So maybe I will play that. I almost forgot. I almost forgot. I have a call in from Gerald String. Here it is. Okay, I lied. I apologize. First, before I get to that, I better get to what... Uh, Mark Carlson had to say on the last show, then I'll get right to Gerald. Mark Carlson out of Iowa says, Well said, Joey. I learned a few things I have not heard before regarding the attacks in New York City. I have visited the Flight 93 Memorial in Pennsylvania a few years back. The National Park Service is doing a remarkable job catering for the site. The information and sharing the stories. It was very, very moving. On another thought, if this virus was as deadly as it was supposed to be, or estimated to be, we would all have a reason to shut down, stay indoors, and away from others. Remember the Ebola outbreak a few years back? Deadly. 100% scary. Now what, now, what is going on in the United States is that we have decided to be afraid of each other and go to extremes over something that is far, far, far from a threat to your life. So why all the super tight restrictions? Maybe this virus is the new 9-11. More freedoms must be given up for your own safety. And a decade down the road, I'm pretty sure we will still be in our two weeks to flatten the curb yet. Can you believe that? Yeah. All the best to you, Joey, and to the listeners of this great show. And thank you so much, Mark. I really appreciate that. I almost didn't get to that comment. I really apologize. It's like, I better get to that. Like, he'd right now. Yeah, it was, you know, he's nice enough to comment there and had a lot of good things to say. It would have been terrible if I missed that. So I deeply apologize. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> so apologize for kind of the bouncing around a little bit. But hey, one way or another, it's interacting with multiple people. And that's a good thing. Good to hear from both of you guys. Mark Carlson, as I may have mentioned in the past, also from Purple Mafia fame. Purple Mafia Hall of Famer from Iowa. Another awesome, awesome guy. And he was actually a veteran in the first Gulf War with Iraq. So, yep, very, very cool. Love to have, <laughs> love to, love, it's really an honor to know, to know a veteran of the Iraqi War, uh, Gulf War number one, back in 91. So, all the respect in the world to you, Mark, and I salute you, personally. Uh, now we'll get to Gerald. Hey, Joey. Uh, this is Gerald. Hey, I'm just calling to leave a personal message. Um, I was driving down the Interstate I-80 in Nebraska, heading out to North Platte, and I caught your Freedom of Thought podcast. And I just got to tell you, I don't know if we're related or not, but we are cut from identically the same cloth. I mean, every comment that you bring up, we are so much alike. It's scary. It's, you think exactly like I do. So it's 
it's uh, great. But I had to tell you my 911 story. I did not know what the World Trade Center was. I was a new uh, sales rep driving around Montana, and I heard that on the radio. I had no idea what that meant. You know, a plane had flew into the World Trade Center. I didn't have a clue what that meant until I got to a town called Baker, Montana, which is out in the middle of nowhere if you ever look for it. Tiny little town in the middle of nowhere. I took a guy out for lunch, and it was on TV, and I was just in shock of what like what all had happened. Um, so it was crazy. But I watched. So when I got to uh, got to my hotel room the other night, I watched that Mysteries of 911, and you opened up a whole new. Man, I never thought about some of that. I, I had no idea. Never researched it. I just I just kind of believed what I was told, and it, it's so. Uh, it's so interesting. I mean, it's so, that was the best documentary I've ever seen on it. So it's opened up a new door for me, but on your vaccine comments, I, like I said, we are identically alike. Um, I don't trust it. I've already had COVID. I've had doctors tell me that that's the best vaccine that you can get. And that's kind of what you said. Uh, my ex-brother-in-law has been a blood doctor for 30 years and he told his kids not to get the vaccination. So I don't know what that tells you, but he actually is a blood doctor and he's telling them not to get the vac, not to get that, uh, vac- vaccine. So anyway, um, you know what? Hope we, um, head to, head near way for the weekend to catch the Seahawks game and hope we can uh, knock off your favorite team. Laugh out loud, but anyway, I just had to comment on your free, on the podcast. That was awesome. Um, I don't know. I'll, I should I should probably leave you another voicemail Sunday that you can actually put on the podcast. But uh, I just wanted to send you a personal note on this one. Um, it, it was so uh, just the nine one one piece. Geez, that's all. I mean, that's all I thought about all night last night, and then I sent that to one of my buddies today. Um, that, that mysteries of 911. That's crazy shit. So, anyway, take care, Joey. See you. Thanks. Bye. Wasn't that cool? Yeah, I mean, there, there it is. There's our first call in for freedom of thought. Of course, he's uh, called in many times into the Purple Mafia podcast. He is a Purple Mafia Hall of Famer, Minnesota Vikings podcast, Gerald String out of Nebraska. Awesome guy. Awesome, awesome guy. And, yeah, and we do think alike on a lot of things. And, that's what it's all about, freedom of thought. Now you can voice your opinion here, Gerald, as well. You can talk about the Vikings on Purple Mafia, maybe even throw in something here if you want to, maybe if it's kind of like political Vikings-ish, I guess. Maybe, I don't know, you get the idea there. And, of course, general politics, Christianity, or anything. Heck, maybe, you know, like 9-11 isn't necessarily political, even though it's become that. Obviously, over for many years, uh, people call us tinfoil hats, unfortunately. Some of us. Uh, other stuff like the Mandela Effect, that's kind of, you know, out there. Paul Tuniverse Canaf is going to come on. Maybe you've heard of that. The Illuminati, that's definitely a New World Order type of thing. Some crazy stuff. I believe the Illuminati is a, you know, well, <laughs> let's just say it's kind of like uh, the Board of Governors when it comes to the New World Order. That's pretty much what it is. I mean, they are the directors of the board, that type of thing. They're, that's what it is. It's the top of the pyramid, the capstone. It's creepy, evil stuff. Evil. Not people you want to be on their side. You really don't want to join them. But, uh, yeah, uh, 9-11 Mysteries is the official name. But, yeah, and you basically said it the same thing. Just kind of, <laughs> however you say it, Mysteries of 9-11. But the actual one I remember was 9-11 Mysteries. But, yeah, that was it, it's an unbelievable documentary, and I do recommend that to anybody out there. Probably uh, find it somehow, some way. 
of course, Alex Jones is bringing out COVID Land, and he's giving you uh, Endgame for free. That's a movie that uh, was out in the in 2007. Endgame, you know, the blueprint for global enslavement, which is pretty related to what's going on out there. That comes with it for free. I watched that back then, and a few times since then, of course, uh, COVID Land. So I'm basically giving him, giving him a free plug. Infowars.com, Alex Jones. Say what you want out there, some of you, but I'm, I'm a supporter. Uh, and, of course, uh, again, to, to be able to do what Gerald just did, simply just open up the free voice recording application that every smart device on the planet has. Just open it up, press record, talk into it like a phone call. When you're done, press stop. And then all you got to do, you know, just like a phone call again. And then you just kind of share it slash email it to paladinolive at yahoo.com. Live at yahoo.com. I would then convert it into an mp3 file thanks to zumzar.com. I'm more than happy to give a free plug because they give me a free service. So, you know, I can convert it into an MP3 file right there on the spot for free. And if you want to convert a larger file, like maybe, who knows, maybe a whole podcast or something, uh, or God knows what, maybe a video, stuff like that, it'll, uh, they'll, you can uh, join for a monthly subscription at a reasonable price. With that said, please write a positive rating on Apple Podcasts, Audible, or... Stitcher, those are the three that you can write reviews on that I know about. Those are the applications you can do that. Those of you that have, thank you so much. I, I guess so far it's mostly just ratings. I think there was a review and it disappeared, which again, I'm wondering what the hell's going on. It just reeks of I'm being shadow banned somehow. Something doesn't seem right out there in this world. It's a crazy place. Gerald is an awesome guy. Uh, love him to death. I hope to hope you keep calling in. And Mark Carlson out of Iowa, love you to death as well. You can call in anytime. Anybody else out there? I haven't met you yet. Jump on board. Jump on board. Say, hey, this is John from Iowa. This is J Jacob from Duluth. You know, whatever. I'd love to hear from you. Love to hear from you. Until next time, though, take care, and God bless America.